Thank you for tuning in to the Realities Podcast. Realities Podcast is a blog-term podcast about the realities of life, what's trending, being a mom and a wife, family, career, and everything in between. I hope you enjoy this next episode, but please make sure that you follow us on Instagram at Realities, and that is R-A-I-A-L-I-T-I-E-S. Let us know what you think about this next episode. Enjoy. Welcome. We are back. We have been gone for quite a while. A long we've been time. On, we have. We've been on and off, but we back, y'all. We getting it together. It's not G-Fault, but it is G-Fault. She had a baby. I'm trying to give her time. Wait, how I started it off. I just started it off all wrong. <laughs> you all the way lying because I still been on here. Baby been up here with us and everything. She lying. <laughs> No, but yeah, we're we're back. We getting it together. Y'all are here from us every week. Knock on wood, but y'all will hear from us every week. You got so, wood. I I think my desk is wood. Oh my gosh. I'm thinking. Okay, if it's not, then oh well, we're not regardless. So we are. Well, let's start back. Say hi, G. Hi, G. She always says hi back to herself. So, yep. So this month, the month of July is um, not only was it my mommy's birthday, but we'll get to that later. But um, it is Independent Retailer Month. And what that is, is to celebrate Ju- the month of July. We should celebrate Independent Retailer Month um, in observance of the opportunity for us to show local, small and big businesses appreciation. And so we have a guest with us um, that is going to introduce herself and introduce her businesses because um, she does a lot. So go ahead, Shannon. Hello, my name is Shannon Thornton. I am the owner of Soul Girl Fashion Market, which is an incubator for small business owners. And it also serves as a venue for you to host your private event. Um, let's see, and my bad. Um, yeah, and that's located in Clinton, Maryland, 8309 Overinch Avenue. Um, also, I'm the owner of Soul Girl Shoe Party, which started out as a traveling shoe teak. So now I house those shoes in my market. So I have all the fashionable shoes for all my lovely ladies. And then I'm also the owner of Sparkle and Glam Fashion Market, which is my traveling market, which gives my um, partners, my business owners, my other, um, the, the business owners I partner with a chance to travel to different locations to get um, a new audience. So yeah, that's me. Amazing. Wait a minute. Is shooting? Did you make up shooting? That is adorable. I love it. Sorry, for real. Eleven when I started, I was the first one that said shooting. So I think I've heard a lot, a couple of people, or other businesses, kind of sprinkle it around. But yes, it is a shooting. I love it. I love it. We have utilized Shannon's space quite a few times. It is beautiful. Um, it definitely whatever your reason for needing a venue is it definitely gives you that vibe so baby shower we've used them for our holiday parties our wine events all of the above it definitely has a amazing vibe and it's accessible all of the above we we enjoy it we always that's that's our first go-to for everything 
And, and as you walking past to go to the bathroom, as you walk past the kitchen and go into the bathroom, she got her she, her little section over there with her 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 little shoot wait shoot tutu <laughs> over there. So I've purchased a couple of things. Oh yes, the shoot on one side and then the sparkling glam on the other oh, side. Oh yeah, yeah. Because last time we bought came out and bought all this stuff. <laughs> I just used the last bit of my cream. I bought um the perfume the shake. Butter. Yes. Yep. I just used the last bit of it too because I have it on my desk at work. Like, <laughs> People come in and be like, "What's that? What's that smell?" Don't worry about it. <laughs> Real selfish. Like me. <laughs> like I'm selfish. Uh-uh. <laughs> so, what made you start? Like, how did you start? What made? What was your motivation for starting sober fashion market and shootique and Sparkling glam. Uh, all that, all that. <laughs> uh, so, like I said, 2011, I started selling shoes because I love, I've always loved vending events. And so I'm big on the girls' night out. That used to be like a shopping event that happened in DC. Oh, yeah. Um, um, like for Sisters Only. I think that was hosted by either WPGC or WKYS. So I've always loved shopping events and I just know, but I love shoes and I noticed no one was selling the shoes. So I started selling shoes. Um, so after a while I'm doing home parties, I'm doing other events. And then I was like, you know what? I'm about to put my friends on. I made my cousin sell, start selling handbags and I hosted my, the first pop-up. Um, in my backyard in 20, I'm sorry, I started Soul Girl Shoe Party in 2010, but I started doing pop-ups in 2011, before pop-ups were a thing in my backyard. And, um, you know, fast forward into, I believe, 20, the summer of 2019, I was doing a pop-up on Brown Station Road. A real estate agent came in and said, you need to do this full-time. I never wanted a brick and mortar, but somehow she found me the place that I have in Clinton. So it just kind of fell in my lap. And um, I do it because I love hosting events and I love, you know, putting other businesses on. So it's just the love for networking with other um, phenomenal business owners and then just trying to get my product out there as well. Awesome. So the, so your shoes, are they, um, uh, are they by a certain person or you just kind of pick and choose from different places? Are they all tennis shoes, all uh, heels? Like what is, what, what is it a variety basically? So I try to do a variety. Um, I try to tailor it to my customers. I try to tailor it to my events. Um, I know that, you know, I have moments where I watch reality TV and see what the Real Housewives are wearing or see what Rashida and some of the other um, fashionistas of social media or fashionistas of um, reality TV, see what they're wearing, and then just kind of go from there, see what's in style. So I know I've had a couple of shoes that my customers have purchased that was featured on um, reality TV shows and they were screenshotted and send it to me. So just kind of trying to stay up with the time, stay up with what's going on and who's wearing what. So, you know, just kind of keeping my eye on the streets. What is the price range? Do you, or 
does it depend on the type of shoe? Do you try to stick to a specific price range with your shoes? Um, I try to stick to a certain price range. Um, most of my customers are working class women. So I'm not trying to hit anybody's pockets. I'm not trying to break any, I'm not trying to make anybody break the bank. So I try to keep the prices um, no more. I think like even the most expensive shoe I have in stock right now is probably $75. And that's probably for like a knee high boot. But other than that, like I try to stay um, definitely a hundred and below, but the price kind of depends on the shoe and the brand. So for people like me and Rachel, I, <laughs> I calves. The, uh-uh, I got skinny legs. Don't be telling me. Ooh, the lies she tell. <laughs> <laughs> Them things is thick, right? <laughs> do y'all sell, do you sell shoes? Um, so for example, you just said you have um, a pair of knee-high boots. Y'all said, do y'all, like, you gonna find some wide legs? <laughs> Yes, do you have, pretty much do you have shoes for the big joints? Yes. That's pretty much what you asked. I have a thick cap myself. So um I try to, it's a particular material I like um to use for my uh knee-high boots. So that way it doesn't matter how skinny or how thick your leg is, it'll um kind of mold to it. So it's, I don't know if it's lycra, lycra, lycra. I don't know what the material is, but I try to fill it. I try to, y'all, I have to get back to y'all on the exact material, but it's a particular material of boots that I like. That way it'll fit no matter how big or small your calf is. Because on the flip side, for ladies that have big calves, I also have ladies that have really, really skinny calves and they hate buying boots and then looking like, you know, can I say a crackhead? So <laughs> then they got that space. It's like yeah. they'll be all bunched up at the bottom. Yeah. yeah. But so nobody I, care, don't nobody care about that. I try to, it's a specific <laughs> material I get so that no matter how small or big your leg is, it looks good. Okay. I like it because I can't <laughs> never find, I just at all. Mm-mm. I'll be, I, I still be wanting to, like, I'll see, like, um, what's her name? Um, what's the singer name? The big girl, she thick girl. Uh, a, a recent one? Lizzo? Yeah. yeah. That's what I'm I was like, going to say. Lizzo, and I'm like, damn. Now, I know she got more coins, like, 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 like more coins to me. So maybe somebody made the shoe for her. That's exactly what it is. I made the shoe for her. Um, I used to tell people, you know, Lane, like there are some stores that kind of cater to thick calves, but ain't um, nothing over here where we at. <laughs> we got to go to Southeast or something. <laughs> City of Bowie don't have that for us. <laughs> right, right. You got to go far for it. Because I'm going to say, people used to go, I used to tell people to go to Lane Bryant, but their boots really aren't sexy. They're just, right. they just, oh thick. no, they're ugly. They just Whoa. boots. Okay, we're gonna go with that. <laughs> and that we we gonna go wait. They not sexy. You you doing some, they ugly. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> so yeah, it's I mean, it's 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 far and few in between, but you gotta do some digging to get thick calves boots. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So your um so your 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 store, your pop-up, I know usually you do um well, I'm only available to like pop up. I popped up on on Saturdays and Sundays. Do um, 
your your the vendors do they how often do they change or do they change at all or talk about that like Uh-oh. explain what that is first oh yeah okay sorry my bad no no it's, i just added to your question <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so pop-ups. I host pop-ups every Wednesday from 5 to 9, and then every Saturday from 10 to 4 um, at Soul Girl Fashion Market, like I said, in Clinton. So um, it's pretty much a collection of different businesses that's in the same space. So um, normally my space inside fits about nine or ten vendors when it's nice outside and it's not real steamy and hot we'll also have vendors outside um and then what i guess i'll have a couple of vendors outside but it kind of switches every wednesday every saturday now i do have some vendors that's with me every wednesday like infused extract is there every wednesday um chris cocktail she has drinks she has a blender she has the sink Oh my God, it's amazing. But um, some of the vendors are there every Wednesday. And then I have some people, like my core people, that's there every Saturday. But for the most part, it kind of switches out. So you never know who's going to be there. You never know what's going on. Sometimes I have things. I have a midnight cookout coming up. So it just depends on whatever crazy idea I come up with. Um, and then it, and then from there, it depends on the vendors that'll sign up. Awesome. A midnight cookout. Wait a minute. So I got to stay up till midnight? No. Okay. So the event is a midnight cookout. We're going to be outside, inside, but we're going to have to grill outside with some music. And it starts at nine. It's from nine to two. It's a lawn chair and chill event. So bring your lawn chairs. Um, get your belly ready because, like I said, we're going to have barbecues. So I think on the menu is chicken, hot dogs, hamburgers, ribs. And then for size, I think he said he's doing green beans and baked beans. So, yes, from nine to two, like if you want something to do um, and you don't necessarily want to be in a club or you don't want to be in a lounge or, you know, you just want somewhere to kind of be out chilling, enjoying yourself. I mean, enjoying new people or just with your friends definitely come and check it out our midnight events are always amazing and when is the when is this next one this one is going to be saturday august 20th got it yeah put that on the calendar so i can take me a nap beforehand (laughs) (laughs) we will make sure we repost yes because i did see it earlier so we'll make sure we repost and yes that sounds that sounds like our type of vibe because we don't. I don't. I'm too old to be in the clubs now. The clubs different. It's not like I didn't even know they still open them. What they call them lounges. I need to be sitting down somewhere. I'm too old to be standing. I thought it was me and my bouginess. I'm like, I don't do no uh, line. Don't, I'm not staying no line. A cover charge, right? I got paid for my drink. It should cover that. That part, <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> I need that. I need that VIP section all the way. Tell the bottle girl to get her ass over because I'm not getting up. My feet hurt ASAP. (laughs) (laughs) Oh no! Actually, I got this little spray now for my feet. Somebody show me. Oh, okay. Spray. I'm gonna send it to you, Shannon, so you can put it in your um, you can collect and and start selling it. Yeah, yeah, will go really good with her shoe teak. It will. I'm, I'm loving that word. When I went, I went to a boxing match. And um, my old, uh, my previous manager and her husband, they had came. We were in Dallas. 
And she was like, her feet was hurting. And she took this spray out. And I'm like, what are you doing? She's spraying <laughs> her feet. I was like, oh, let me take a picture of that. What is it? She's like, it works miracles. It's not, it's not to have it all the time, like to spray your feet for the whole day. But she was in her heels. I think she probably said she was in those heels for probably six, seven hours at that point. Oh, wow. At some point she took hers off. It's like, oh, okay. All right. That works. I bought it. I haven't tried it yet, but I have Yeah, definitely send that to me because I need that. (laughs) Yes, indeed. I'll send it it to you. It's on my dresser. So the vendors that you have, you said there's a a collection of vendors or businesses Mm -hmm. that come in and um, sell their items during the pop-up. Uh, event. So what do you tailor to a specific type of small business? Um, Is it black owned? Is it whomever signs up? White, black, Hispanic, Asian? Got a whole DEI thing going on. (laughs) (laughs) So um, I will say that at my market in Clinton, it is majority minority owned. Okay. uh, It's majority minority owned. Okay. And for my sparkle and glam fashion market, like I said, that's the traveling market. For that one, it could be whoever um, signs up. Because for that event, I put all of my events on Eventbrite. But um, like if I'm at Odinson, there's no telling who's going to reach out to me and say they want to be a part of the pop-up. Um, so a lot of times it'd be like, oh, Odinson, we don't have a lot of pop-ups in Odinson. I have this business. I'm tired of traveling to Baltimore, D.C. Let me pop onto your event. So, you know, for Sparkle and Glam, it could be any um, gender or race. Okay. Um, but typically for Soul Girl Fashion Market, what I've been seeing since I've been open, most of those vendors are minority owned. Most of those vendors are women owned businesses. I, like I said, I do have a couple of um, men operated, op, you know, operated businesses, but majority of, of them are women. Okay, that's dope. That's dope. So is it along with you having majority women? Is everything that's sold in there just uh, geared towards women or do you have it for, do do they sell men's stuff and uh, kids items too? So, okay. So it really, okay. So now that you say that, it kind of depends on the event. So generally like this upcoming Saturday, just thinking off the top of my head, all of the vendors I have, most of them are driven towards the woman um the feet the the female consumer but like my bracelet the young lady who sells bracelet jewelry junkie she has a men's line um never regular creations the shea butter the perfume chick that you guys were speaking of she has unisex she has a uh, women's sense unisex sense and men's sense so believe it or not we actually do have a lot of men thank you the Thank you, men of DMV, for wanting to smell good that will come into the market to get their body butter fix. So it just kind of depends. Now, as far as kids, um, like every year I do a trunk or treat event and I do a Easter egg hunt. So those two events, I try to get more um, of the 
kid-oriented businesses. So I've worked with a young lady who has these cute little shades for, for little girls that has cute sayings and quotes on them. Mm-hmm. Um, I have um, a mother and three, yes, three daughters who sell snacks. Um, So I'll try to get them like they sell sunflower seeds, candy, juices. um, And then they also make like bracelets for little girls. So it kind of depends on the event. I try to tailor it to um, the audience. So I have like I said, I've been doing this for so long. I have a little bit of everybody. Good. That's good. That's good. So. um, Well, one, to go back to the vendors before I ask my other question. One thing I would say about like coming there and um, definitely for like the pop-ups and things like that is that you it's you offer people that network. So I know, and I don't know if she's, if they still come, if they still um, do the pop-up events, but I know Gina was spending a whole lot of money on this um, dang on pancake mix. I still do. <laughs> Wilma's pancakes, Wilma's batter. I still but do. Gina, Gina and Wilma's batter started there is where we saw it. Um, for, I don't know where we, why we, we was there for something. Probably and, uh, I think it was. It had to be a pop-up event. She wasn't there for nothing. No, no, no. We it, was wasn't doing. The, it wasn't the pop-up. That wasn't the first time. The first time oh, was, uh, Stephanie's. Stephanie's. Naomi's um, thing. When Naomi did an event there and had a, a, a sip and paint yes. with the kids. Yep, 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 yep. Yes. Yeah, so yeah, I think she did like chicken and waffles or something. Yeah. Yes. That was yes. a long time ago. Yeah. And still get them. <laughs> it is so funny. So I remember when she called me, I was doing a Sparkle and Glam event in Waldorf. She called me because she was first me by a friend. And she was like, hey, I got this waffle batter. It's amazing. It tastes really good. I promise you, you will not be disappointed. I want to be at your pop-up. And I'm telling her, I already have a chef. And I try not to have more than um, one chef at an event. Um, There's other, other categories where I might have two. But as far as food, I try to keep it to one. And she was like, I promise you what I have will not um be in competition with what he has baby she showed up to that event with that waffle batter she had that whole place rocking and now she has okay so now she ships she has her own warehouse with her Mm -hmm. refrigerators that has all her batter stocked in it i mean she is rolling she done trademark her name so it's not called Wilma's Batter anymore. It's called Sincerely Wilma. Uh, yeah, I was going to say it's, it's oh. yeah. It's Sincerely Wilma. So she like she went through the process and trademarked it. I mean, she is doing really, really good and big things. And she does a lot of pop-ups in Tacoma Park. She doesn't do pop-ups as often as as much as she used to because mm-hmm. now she's trying to focus on the branding and um the shipping. But she she is doing amazing things. Yes, that's right. I know that's right. See, start starting there, starting that soul girl fashion. Exactly, <laughs> soul girl fashion marketing. Now look, start by buying. I want exactly put them on the map. I won't buy any other pancake. I won't go in the grocery store and buy no pancake mix. Right, right. See, and she delivers for free. So, yep. yeah. Wow. I never, I, I don't know, I never got into it. Maybe Gina make me some waffles or something. 
Gina making waffles. What? That's what I heard. Wait, what? Gina, you said you was making waffles. I can't hear you, huh? Tomorrow. <laughs> you still on maternity leave. You ain't got, what else are you doing? I'm making mimosas. I'm with you. I bring the chicken tenders. <laughs> From you the got store. to serve Shannon. Shannon got to serve. <laughs> I got to serve. Now what? I can't hear. I, my, you got I, plenty service of Service is bad. Service, are you right? <laughs> service is bad. <laughs> so with the spark, explain the sparkle and glam events. Okay, so sparkle and glam fashion market. Mm-hmm. That is traveling market so i can pop up that can that market can happen anywhere at any time um it just depends on um location availability you know scheduling everything so like my next sparkle and glam fashion market is in odinson it's in a luxury apartment community so it's in their uh pretty much their rec room so we're going to be like in the lobby and then, um, you know, people just going to kind of be spread out so that when people come down and check their mail or when people come in and deliver stuff, like we're just like the market is just happening all around. So um, that market I've done Odinson, Waldorf, uh, popped up in Mixed Food Hall, which is in Brentwood, Maryland. I've popped up who at Howard University. Um, I popped up there and did the Sparkle Glam Fashion Market for the students. That was a really, really good event. Um, so my goal is to kind of travel a little bit further with it. So I would, I will be going to Charlotte, hopefully before this year is over, um, to three locations. So we're going to take a weekend out where we're going to do like a Friday and then two events on Saturday um, at three different locations in Charlotte. So pretty much Sparkle and Glam is just kind of furthering our reach. Okay. It's, and it's like different I, vendors that that sign up and say, I'm 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 coming out there with you. Right. Anybody that anybody that wants to be a part of it. Like I said earlier, people like when I do Odinson, a lot of people that live in Odinson that have businesses in Odinson will try to hop onto that one because there really isn't a lot of pop-ups going on in Anne Arundel County. So in order for them to, uh, you know, get their business out there, they normally have to travel all the way up to Baltimore or come down to D.C. Okay. Trying to get locations where there aren't pop-ups, trying to get just visibility, just trying to get um, different locations and a different customer base for everybody, for anybody that wants to be a part of the market. And that was that's what I was going to ask you. Uh, um, if the people, so if you're going to Charlotte, you're going to have people from vendors from Charlotte, and then maybe those who might want to travel down there with you from here as well. Yes. So yeah, that's my plan. Um, I haven't set the date, but once I set the date, I'm going to, of course, do an event bright. Um, and then kind of do like a vendor search because I want it to be half and half. I want to, you know, work. I want to network with the businesses down that way. Mm-hmm. And I've already had people say, oh, if you're going to Charlotte, I'm going to Charlotte. Mm-hmm. So I'm maybe about three vendors or three businesses from up here that are that's willing to go down to Charlotte for the whole weekend. That's what's up. That is good. Thank you. That's really good. So. 
the, what was my question? Are you, do you have a business partner? Do you have a team or do you operate solo? So for the most part, I am a one woman operation. However, throughout the years, I've definitely um, kind of honed in to my team. So I have a group of women that if, okay, so I call them my boss babes. And they're kind of like my starting five. So through thick and thin, whether we're up, whether we're down, um, one of the, the boss babes, she's the owner of DDW, Oh, I'm just going to say DDW because I don't want to mess up the rest of her name. But it, she's the owner of DDW. She said either we're eating, we all eating bologna or we're all eating steak. But no matter what, we all eating. So I definitely have a group of women. And there's been some men along the way also that that help me do events. Um, if I have multiple events going on, they'll help me cover one event so that I can go do another event. So I definitely have a team, um, of women and men who I network with and kind of get me through this thing. That's good. Okay. I'll just be writing my little notes here. Okay. So of course we went through COVID. I don't mm-hmm. even remember what year. 2020 2020 2020 2020 and count March 13th yeah so what if any um during that pandemic like did you have any setbacks did you how did COVID affect, if any, your businesses? So COVID, okay, so when COVID happened, all right, so when there was that big scare, like everyone's like, okay, people are sick, don't nobody know what's going on. I say around the whole maybe November, December, January time frame. Like business was definitely a little slow. People were definitely like, oh, you got the cooties. I don't want to come. Like like people were really kind of on alarm. Um, So I definitely think before it happened, you kind of saw, you know, the black swan event happening. You kind of saw that, okay, something's about to go down. Uh Oh, like I said, I opened my store, my physical, my brick and mortar. I opened it October, 2019. March of 2020 is when the state of Maryland said, okay, y'all got to shut down. So we had to shut down. Like if you had a store or restaurant, you had to shut it down from March 2020 to July 2020. But guess what? You still had to pay rent. You still had to pay all your bills. You still had to pay, although you weren't open for business. So it definitely made me um, revamp the way I did business. So during that time, because I couldn't open the store, um, along the way, somewhere in there, they allowed us to do sidewalk, I mean, to do curbside pickups. But um, 
I revamped my business by um, creating a virtual auction. So like every week I would have an auction. People would buy into auction. The businesses that wanted to participate, they would have their um, items up for auction. And it was just a way for us to still kind of generate money um, with, you know, still being safe. Um, and it was also a way for people to say, hey, we still here. Um, don't forget about us because during that time, everything was closed, but people were still getting money. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so it's really like, so people really were spending money during that time still. So you just had to find the loophole or, you know, the walk around in order to, to make your business thrive. Although you couldn't have your bit, like, although you couldn't physically, connect with your customer, you still could have done stuff virtually. So I just had to create different ways to uh, still generate money and still remain relevant. Do you still do the auction? I do not do the auction, but um, I don't do the auction, but for big occasions like Mother's Day, Father's Day, um, like maybe even back to school, we might do like a real big basket or a real big um, raffle where all the businesses will pull their items together and sell raffle tickets. And we just kind of divvy up the um, divvy up the funds. So we still do that. And then a lot, a lot of the, the people that I did that with, I see that they do raffles similar to the way we were doing the virtual, the virtual auction. So okay. I don't do the anymore, but we still kind of see like remnants of that in our business. Got it. Okay. Oh, so, oh, <laughs> sorry. Well, that's, uh, that's very, that's good that your business didn't, you, you were able to be creative and, and find a better way to make sure that your business stayed relevant and, and it's, it, kept, it kept people talking about it. Like it, you were still in, in people's ears and in people's minds and on people's mouths. So that, cause a lot of, a lot of places didn't make it. You are right. This. Right. A lot of small businesses. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of people closed. So let me say this if you are looking for a brick or mortar store now is the time because there are so many people that abandoned their places because they couldn't afford it so there are store and there are landlords looking to get people in for the low low so now if you have that dream now is the time to cash in on it so so did you have um you said y'all still had to pay rent which made no sense, but anyway, neither here. Well, the landlord got to got to pay his rent. Got to pay. I mean, but did y'all? So did you get um, at some point in time get some type of uh, get the loan? Little, little bit of something. Yeah, a little bit of something. So yeah, I did because I I do have the storefront. I was able to legally get the loan and be okay. Um, so I was able to get some type of financial assistance. So it's not all bad. It's not all bad. Like if you, I mean, I know a lot of people who missed out on that because they were scared, but, um, I mean, but the key word was loan cause you got still paying right. that. So they didn't right. give oh, them anything. So it was, it was a, okay. So they marketed as, um, what is it? A PPP loan, mm -hmm. but really you got it forgiven. Like if you, if you followed up with your emails and you did what you were supposed to do, 
that really was free money for your business. Oh, wow. Well, that's good. That's good. Yeah. That's if you did it the legal way, because there's a lot of people that got those loans and didn't even have a business. But if oh, you did yeah, it we see a lot of business. Business now. <laughs> <laughs> going to jail, going on right. to jail. But if, you, if you filed your paperwork and did what you were supposed to do and gave receipts and stuff, mm-hmm. then a lot of that money was forgiven. So that's good. That's mm-hmm. good. That's good. So do you have within like your pop-up shops and your sparkling glam, do you have businesses that may not, that don't have like tangible items? Like they're not necessarily selling an item, but they may um, be more like informational or um, like we have the wine group. Like, do you have businesses that don't necessarily aren't necessarily selling a tangible item so i have had real estate agents and investment club people set up tables um i had a young lady who works with teenagers to help write their resume um let me see what else. But see, to answer your question, yes, I do have people who offer services. Okay. And um, even to this day, I still try to team up with people who offer something that the community can be- benefit from. So I work with a young lady. Um, the name of her business is Incapable Bondage. And she focuses on mental health awareness and she focuses on domestic violence. So a lot of times, um, especially for my kid events, I'll team up with her so that we could probably do like a um, like a hands-on project with kids. Uh, so it just kind of depends. But I definitely try to get not only people that sell in items, but I try to work with people also that um, sell services or not sell services, that offer services to the community. Awesome. Okay. So just putting some information out there for the people. <laughs> so we're about. Oh, I'm sorry. I oh, no, go ahead. Go ahead. I might have missed it. I know you. Uh, we did talk about uh, kids pop up. You don't have um, have one plan for back to school. Yeah. Why are we the same? I hate you. <laughs> I'm just. I'm just I that was my question that I, I was asking. I rent my space out, right? So normally I do want for back to school, but I literally have three bookings, no, four bookings for the mar- for the month of August and for the month of September of back to school events. So when people started booking at it early, I was like, they about to shit on my little event. Like, I'm gonna let y'all have it. Like, one girl came in and said, um, yeah, you know, we're getting um, 100 book bags donated from Chase Young of, of the Redskins. I was like, all right, yeah, you got it. You you good. I'm, I'm, I can't talk that. <laughs> but no, so I literally do have about four events between August and September that's going to be geared towards back to school events and someone else is hosting them. And I'm OK with that because I'm definitely getting to a point where I don't want to host every Saturday. Yeah. I want to 
circle. I want to go out. I want to like, and I, I feel like I have um, some, I've come across some younger and um, more innovative people that, that want to host pop-ups in my space and they do a really good job. So I'm okay with kind of passing that torch and say, hey, you take this over. I just yeah, make sure me be, just provide yeah, the, the business side. Yep. Yeah. <clears throat> so what, what if you did, and of course not this year, but just idea came to my mind. Like okay. what if you did something where you, people can donate and drop stuff off there and you did like a give back or maybe you already do something like that. I don't know. It's just a random thought. Uh, so, yes, I've done. So, I do Halloween. So, if anybody wants to donate candy, because I'm telling you, I think last year, we definitely had close to 300 kids. Um, It was out of this world. I want to say within the first two hours. No, within the first hour, I think everybody ran out of candy. And the nonprofit that I normally work with, they went out and got candy. And then in another hour, ran out again. Oh, my gosh. Nobody yeah. wants to do the, because uh, a lot of people are not safe or comfortable with going from house to house anymore. It's, yeah. it's the, the, what is it called? Trunk or treat? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So we had close to 300 kids last year. So I would definitely, um, I think. To better plan that, I definitely think I'm going to put something out there to accept donations for Halloween and then also the same thing for Easter. Um, I did Christmas. Now, we got a lot of toy donations for Christmas, but a lot of kids didn't come through for Christmas. And I think that's because during Christmas, I think a lot of people kind of have a, a corner on that market. So yeah. they're like, we to come to Soul Girl. We won't go up here to our church or wherever. So I don't think I'm going to do Christmas anymore, but I definitely do trunk or treat and I definitely do the Easter egg hunt. So that's what it is, is these, these kids are spooled rotten and <laughs> you're not giving away no, uh, uh, what is it? PS5 or none of that. So they don't right. want nothing to do with it. Right. No. Anybody got time for that? I don't even understand <laughs> well, what PS5? about right. color books and crayons? <laughs> exactly. I don't want no color book and crayons. I had, I had another idea, you know, me and Gina be having all our little creative ideas that we don't do. We just like everybody else to do it. So what about? But I don't want to uh, say it because somebody might steal the idea. They better not steal. Let me say this: if what about you I want to partner or anything, I'm more than happy to do that. I was thinking about prom dresses. That um, you know, no one does that really in this, this area. area. Nope. And I mean, PG County is a very is is supposed to be you know the black excellence area, but. It's, and then you think about it, they a lot of people still need. They don't do it, and a lot of a lot of prom is expensive. It is, and then I think the times are different too. So the prom dresses we have, these little kids might not even want them. They, right. you know, they might cut them in half and right. some shit. <laughs> Everybody <laughs> want this old as dress. He say, First off, I, if you still have your prom, prom dress, there's a problem. My prom dress could fit one leg. I can guarantee you that right now. <laughs> right. This body ain't getting in there. I know I can't fit my prom dress, but I did a prom dress even before, probably whew, maybe seven years ago. It is a lot. It's a lot. Um, but I'm open to that. But the only thing we have we we gonna have to have a team on that one. Like we oh, have yeah. to have, you gotta have the same stress you need to have. We need to have a, like 20 people, like yeah. 
all hands on deck because that actually is a very <clears throat> what makes that so tedious um <clears throat> is if you do if you do a prom dress event and if you do it right and you get a good collection of dresses and then if you reach the audience you need to reach like maybe the young girls who live in homeless shelters mm-hmm. when they there they're going to be grateful for whatever you give them yeah. but a lot of they need help so I think um for the event I did that's what really that was the thing like you kind of had to take a the young like the young lady and kind of guide her from from A to to Z so that is an event where you need a pretty big team but I'm willing to do that I would I would love to do something like that again because I haven't done that at my store so if that's something you want to do I can we can I'm do that. that. I'm gonna add that to our list of yeah. volunteer events. This list right, is Gina? long. Right, Gina. <laughs> Hello. Goodbye. I edited to Gina list prom dress donation event. Yeah. Prom dress and prom shoes, and then we gotta get some stylists and all that good stuff. Some people that know how to measure and all that good stuff. They're they not out there looking crazy. Right. Got the the girls that want to have the um. Mermaid dress, but built like Buicks. No, baby. No. <laughs> no, baby. We're going to go with what you're supposed to. <laughs> I wanted an Asian dress for my wedding. I, I legit wanted like the, the, the cut, everything. I was like, yeah, I'm going to sit your ass. <laughs> you could be Asian as you walking down with this dress. Which <laughs> Oh shoot! Yeah, you definitely walk in. You definitely get that off and be like, Mm-mm, "This is not the dress for you." There's no letting out this. No. Mm-mm. Okay. So, for someone that wants to rent her space, mm-hmm. what occasions are acceptable? What? Um, how many people does the space fit? How do they reach you? Don't put your price out there because the price yesterday might not be the price tomorrow. Uh, (laughs) Today's price ain't tomorrow's price. So just the other logistics, like what occasions are acceptable? um, How many people can the space fit? So um, let me see. I've had repasses. I've had 16 birthday parties. I had first birthday parties. I've had wine club events. I've had holiday parties. So I'm not going to say that there is. So I'm not going to say I accept every type of event. Um, from as a learning experience, there are some events that I will turn away. Like I've had 21st birthday parties. I don't know if I can do that again. Yeah. Um, not with these kids today. I'm so sorry, yeah. little kids. But y'all not act. Mm-mm. No, not little I, kids though. They ain't, Sixteen yeah. even. I mean, yeah. The 16th birthday party wasn't bad. Give me about missing. Birthday party wasn't. Fifth <laughs> birthday party, like you waited to be 35 and to be ignorant. Like, are you serious? Like. Oh. So yeah, there are certain parties that there are certain events that I, I will turn away. But for the most part, um, the place is 
without tables and chairs will fit 75 people. But if it's seated, 52. Because I I supply 10 tables and 52 chairs. So I definitely wouldn't try to do any more than 52 people. Um, If you are interested in renting the space, slide in my DM. (laughs) Or you can email me, um, soulgirlshoeparty at gmail.com. Or you can call me, um, 240-715-8831. Or no, really, you can slide in my DM. (laughs) So... The place is up for rental Sunday through Saturday. There are no hours that I can't do anything. Um, yeah, so trying to think. Yeah, I, I yeah, just contact me and we'll talk about the details and I can let you know yay or nay. But for the most part, it's not too many events I will turn down, but there are some that I just can't do no more. So when you rent, do you rent by the hour or do you rent like for a certain block of time? Again, we're not talking prices, just. So it's a four hour. So the four hour block is the minimum. So um, you have to rent it for a minimum of four hours. But then no matter how many hours you rent it for, you get an hour to set up and an hour to break down. So you get six hours, but you pay for four um no one has ever rented my space for the entire day um I think the most I've ever had somebody rent my space for was maybe seven eight hours for a repast and that's because it was from the morning so that people can get in there and drop off food and then kind of be available for after the services so she had the time she had the space for the entire like the entire morning but um yeah so the minimum is four hours but I rent it by the hour Awesome. So for your pop-up events, as well as your sparkling glam for vendors that want to potentially um, participate in either of those events, how do they go about doing that? Is it a certain um, type of vendor or business that you may not, it's like, okay, no, this isn't necessarily this type of event for this type of vendor. Like, you know, I don't know. Somebody wanted to come and sell their cannabis oil and get in trouble. I don't know. <laughs> Trying to, try to find out something that's not, you know. But what, um, how do they, how does a vendor um, participate? And are there any um, small businesses that is just like, this isn't the market for them? So I tell people that I'm very transparent in my business. Um, I'm very transparent. So my market caters to maybe late 20s all the way up to late 60s and most of my clientele are women so i do have a lot of first-time vendors that are young um that's in their teens like i've had 16 like a group of 16 year old boys that had this amazing clothing line that wanted to come to my market so I always tell people, try, try it out at least once. Um, once I meet you, like a lot of times I try to be, like I said, I'm transparent and I'm hands-on because 
yes, um, you know, of course, you know, you want your business to thrive. You want to make money. But at the same, you know, I want to make money and I want my business to thrive. But at the same time, I want your business to thrive. So once I meet them, I tell them network with all the vendors, talk to everybody, see what events they go to, you know, because sometimes I'll be like, after I see them, after I meet them, I'll be like, you have a good product. If I can support them, I'll support them and purchase something. And then I'll put them on to some other vendors I know that may be a better fit for them. So I don't think I've really come across, I mean, I have come across like younger vendors. I've been like, this isn't the market for you. Mm-hmm. Like you need to be on Stan Road where everything is litty, you know? <laughs> Or you need to hook up with this young lady who hosts pop-ups that's more your age group. So I'm, like I said, I'm very transparent um, in telling people, you know, this isn't for you or, you know, maybe this might not be where you want to be. You might want to be here. That way your business will do better. Um, But for anybody that's looking to start out and looking to work with someone who's going to be transparent and honest with them, Again, slide in my DM <laughs> or you can email me or call me. Um, and if you uh, people ask me questions all the time, um, you know, how many people are coming? I don't answer that question. I tell people I can't tell you how many people are coming because I can't guarantee a crowd. Sometimes five people come, sometimes 75 people come. It just really depends. But I tell people treat this place like this is your store. This is like for the day, for this time, this is your spot. So you tell people, come pull up on me and support my business. Yep. Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Awesome. So what's next? What's next for Soul Girl Fashion Market Boutique, Shootique, um, Glam? I want to make sure I don't be getting stuff wrong. Um, sparkling glam, soul girl fashion market. What's next? Okay, so like I said, sparkling glam, we're gonna be in Charlotte, and I'm gonna look for some places that, like I want to travel a little bit further than Maryland and DC. So that's what's next for that. As far as soul girl fashion market, I have a couple more years at this location. Um, I am looking to get my own my own be my own landlord like I am looking to buy my own building and I wanted to house a couple of different things so just on a larger scale hopefully within within five years that plan will be in motion yes black girl yes I love it I love it (laughs) amazing do you got anything before we close out? Nope. Okay. So did did she ever say anything about those pancakes, waffles? She didn't. Wait. I'm going to have to. Bye. (laughs) 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 So we're going to G's house tomorrow morning. I know. I got um, got the orange juice and the Andre. Yes. Look at that. The orange juice and Andre. Girl, (laughs) you, you need to try this uh what is what do we get? Uh, who is it by? Um, the mango. Uh, oh, that sounds good. What are you talking about? Uh, from that's um, a little crown royal stuff. No, crown. that's peach. The, oh. That's crown royal peach. The mango. Um, 
The wine from uh, when we was in. Oh, head. we were in. No, we was in Nags Head though. I don't know who it's by. Though. I just gotta. I gotta look, look it up. up. I gotta look it up. But it is amazing. And I, I didn't it get also, it. You didn't get it? No, I didn't buy that one. Oh, you tripping? I <laughs> think I'm. I'm waiting because I think it's. I think it will be. I'm gonna have to look at it. And when I look at it, I'll. Um, I'll send it. it but it, yeah, I, I forgot. But anyway, I think that will be like legit with some. With a mimosa. Are we doing a mimosa bar with oh. Wilma's batter at your house? Where, where yeah. I got it from. So right. waffles. <laughs> Did she mute us? Nina <laughs> 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 turned, <her> <laughs> turned her camera off on us, y'all. Turned her camera off on us. Sorry, and mute all at the same time. <laughs> we'll let everybody know on Instagram if we make it to G's house. But, Waffles and mimosas and bacon, but don't put no um, so don't put no uh, what's that stuff? Don't put that stuff on my bacon. Just I need my bacon right. Don't brown put that sugar, maple. Brown sugar and maple bacon is bomb. Please no, don't give me a cavity. I can't. Cavity. I can't do no. I can't do no bacon in the house for a little bit. I'm. I'm more restriction. And we had a bad experience yesterday. I don't want to know, Lord. Scared <laughs> to know. Scared to know what happened with the pork. <laughs> but for our listeners, um, as you've heard, uh, So Girl Fashion Market offers visibility for small businesses. Um, it is not just geared towards women, although that's you know the majority, but it's just that women are doing it best at this time. Um, but guys, you are small business owners that are male. You are welcomed as well. Um, as she said, she's located in Clinton, Maryland. We'll make sure on Instagram that we continue throughout uh, the week to drop things that she's doing and tag her and all that good stuff. So you guys can make sure you go and follow her. Um, but just amazing things, you know, Black Girl Magic all the way, PG County Finest. Um, PG County definitely is one that is um, prominent for Black excellence. Um, it's a lot of money out here. So make sure that y'all take some of your coins and sprinkle it over there in uh, to Soul Girl Fashion Market. If y'all, you know, rich and famous people out here in the county, have y'all kids out here trying to do that little lemonade stand, let them go on and set up over there. Yeah. That would be helpful. Um, but the bigger thing is if you are a vendor and you want to broaden and network and grow this is a great space to start, but you also got to make sure that you market as well. So that's the only way. It's the only way. So wish I was as creative to be able to have something, but I don't. So. We have a whole wine club. Stop playing with yes. me. Have the wine club. I don't know. We'll see. We'll, we'll, you know, got a whole lot of ideas. We'll figure something out. I'll drag Jean over there for something. <laughs> anyway, this is. Oh, wait. But how do you say it? Is it Mama Squared Mango? No, don't ask me no questions okay. about how you say it. Just <laughs> this is what it is. Hey. Can you get that in Maryland? I'm I'ma Google it. She and gonna show I, us and tell us something that's in North Carolina. I'm a, no, no, I'ma Google it. And if 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 we can get it, I'ma get it and I'm gonna bring it to you, Shannon. Because I'm okay. only down the street. She lived like forever away. I'm only down the street. Shannon is closer to me physically and living, probably. Yeah. yeah, but she depending on where I am. Right. It depends on the day. Right. 
But no, I'm about to look that up. If it's at Total Wine, I'm about to go crazy. I see it at um. You don't already. Oh, you looking now? It it probably it is, is at Total Wine. I see it at Total Wine because I think they got pineapple too, but I didn't try that one. And I just saw it somewhere else. Hold on, I see oh it at Total Wine. All right, so I know I'm gonna be on my lunch break. <laughs> Cupcakes. I gotta go there tomorrow. Oh, okay. Yep, Total Wine. World Market. Seen- world Market is in um that's Where's in Rockville. They oh. got a world market in Rockville. Uh-huh. So Total Wine and World Market. Oh, I'm not going to Rockville on no Friday. That's gotta be like a <laughs> midweek trip. <laughs> oh, I hate going up that way. That's my that's my daily trip, but okay. So oh. we'll get back to Gina getting us some uh Mama Mango wine. For those that can't see, it's the Mama Mango wine that G is going to make mimosas with. She gonna maybe get the mango and a, the maybe we can have an event. Nah, I'm lying. <laughs> <laughs> she thought about all the work she gonna have to do. <laughs> I'm like, oh, okay. Uh, uh, yeah, what you gonna have to do, G? We just did. We we will support you. Mm-hmm. What you need us to bring? I got the cups. Right. <laughs> What you need me to bring nice? Because <laughs> you know I don't bring no food. I don't do no cooking there. <laughs> I, I will the- go to Costco. Right. It's look, Costco do. Yep, Costco I got will. a good salad sandwich. Cut that pin- they got yep. some bomb pizza too. <laughs> See? I will pinwheel y'all to death out here. <laughs> Everybody get a pinwheel sandwich. <laughs> All right. So again, uh what was it? International Retailers Month. So thank you, Shannon, for joining us. Um, for everyone, of course, this is we're this wasn't a live. It is it's not a live. We didn't do live this week. Um, but definitely make sure that you guys go on Instagram and follow Shannon. Shannon, what was your handle for social media? Um, Soul Girl Shoot Party as S O L E G I. R-L-S-H-O-E-P-A-R-T-Y. So Soul Girl Shoe Party or Soul Girl Fashion Market, which is S-O-L-E-G-I-R-L-S-A-S-H-I-O-N-M-A-R-K-E-T. I should have had some Good cute- Lord, that's worse than <laughs> reality. I know. I, it took me a while Ooh. to spell the day on podcast. I'd be like, wait a minute. I'm I'm right. Right. Mm-hmm. That's why I write as we talk about I'm just- I, I, I can't see it. I would have been like, y'all figure it out. You follow one, you get to the next. You did good though, Shannon. You did good. Right. You see me. <laughs> so make sure that you go and you follow Soul Girl Fashion Market and Soul Girl Shoe Party on Instagram. Um, there are a lot. Shannon does a lot. So it's always something. It's always an event. Um, she definitely markets very well. So make sure that you um, definitely follow um, both of our social medias, but also make sure that you continue to follow the podcast. Make sure that you download, that is very important, that you download the podcast, listen and share it with all of your friends, families, coworkers, social workers, et cetera, whomever. Um, the podcast is on Instagram. It's at realities and that's R-A-I-A-L-I-T-I-E-S. Hey, look at me. Like, I can spell y'all. I'm proud of myself. <laughs> uh, 
And again, thank you, thank you, thank you, Shannon. It is a pleasure as always. Thank you, Shannon. Thank you. Uh, and so to all our listeners, we will holler at y'all next week. Look, I got my I don't like it. I don't like, like it. it. We no. still working on our ending, Shannon. Mm-hmm. I had to change it. There ain't been no help. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and her daughter, the, the eight-year-old gonna sue me if I keep using her lines, so I can't. We gotta go back to a drawing board for that one. I know, mm-hmm. but well, we'll talk to y'all next week. How about that for just now? We'll talk to y'all. We about. <laughs> we <Peace> out. <laughs>